recording. All right. Sweet. So this is the pregame. This is the pregame. Looks a little bit pregame, pre-show, different. pre-show. It looks a little bit different. Yeah. No we more. need to do vocal warm-ups. No more. <laughs> it's been a while. This is episode thirty-two. Thirty. I lost track. Say a certain number. It's in the thirties. Thirty-two is a good no. Thirty-one. Uh, I can't remember. We we made a big deal about thirty. Not a big yeah. deal, but we made a little thirty by thirty. I remember the, the, I said that. Yeah, yes. I, I did say that. 30 by 30. Anyway, this is episode 30-something, talking about Which, uh, overthinking. Which camera <laughs> am I looking at? Is it this one? All right. Let, you know what? Let, let's just get into it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Figuring It Out. Woo! And we are so happy to be back. It's been a while. So, it Spencer... Has- Nice to see you again. It's it's great to see you here in the flesh. There we go. In the flesh. We're back. back. We're back. Back in person. Yes. And it's it's great to be back in the studio. It's great to be back. No, the only thing I was saying is if you, in case you missed the pre-show, which we just had, I didn't know which (laughs) camera to look at. We have so many cameras. Used to just the webcam. Yeah, it's usually yeah. You just usually I I brought my laptop, you know, just to oh, reminisce. Yeah. We should have, we should have like a behind the scenes, not behind the scenes, but like you know how like in sports games they have like the uh, the extra camera off to the side. Like we just yeah. Have oh this. yeah, I got you. Yeah. Which sport? Like basketball? Any sport. Any sport. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> well, now that we're done with now we got now that, that out we're of done the way. With that, we are so happy uh, to be back in the studio, back out of my little gray box, back yep. home. Uh, and back on staff. So. Yes, welcome aboard. Thank you. Glad to be here. Everyone, everyone welcome Austin to the team. Thank you. You know, it was a team effort. Clap to you guys. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Shout out to you guys. You guys Shout out to you guys. Job. This was great. But yeah, it's been a it's been a busy two weeks. It has. Know? It's been. I mean, we both been like out of the state. Oh yeah, we, that's right. You were in both Ohio. at weddings. I was. Yeah, I was in Virginia. Well, I graduated. Neither of us were getting married. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I was in. Or I was in. I graduated. Then I went to Virginia, yep. and then I came back here yeah. and preached at another church in town. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we're back. Yeah, we're back and better than ever. It's good to be back, yeah. <laughs> Had to get the pregame jitters out, you know. It's <laughs> a different setup. Different setup, you know. But, yeah, and a lot's happened, especially with sports and the lightning. Yes. Go Bolts. Yeah, and there, there's been a lot that's happened. We don't need to talk about all of it, but, you know. Listen, I'm going to talk about one thing. And I know Andy and Mike talked about it on the weekday yesterday, but I'm going to steal it because I'm a fan, too. Chelsea, come on, uh, you Blues. Yes. We won the UEFA Champions League, yes. which nobody really knows about because it's European football, yeah. soccer, whatever. C- congratulations. I gave Austin a congratulations it over, was, yeah, over was, text. I had no idea what happened. It was a communal but. effort. It was all of us. It was the whole <laughs> whole Blues family, Blues nation. Blues, so yeah. it was all of us. Me, Andy, we played a big part. Yes, you guys, you guys were the important factors. Yes. Yes, we, we talked a lot about superstitions the other day. Just like in sports, it's very it's very funny just oh, yeah. to hear other people's superstitions because oh, it's not yeah. like superstitions like just in everyday life. It's usually just with sports. Yeah. I feel like for me, and I'm sure it's the same for you. Mm-hmm. But it's just like little things. Like I think were you saying or Andy was saying is like if I don't move, like yeah. they're doing good right here. What I figured out is if like I so if there's a really close game, I'll pace around. Yeah, I won't sit. I won't like sit casually and watch it. It's usually about the fourth quarter, last few minutes of the game, and I'll pace around. And then if it gets really bad, I'll turn my back <laughs> and I'll just listen because I can't watch. Because yeah. you know, I just feel like it's me. Classic example of overthinking. Yep. Me. Uh, <laughs> like well, well, I know this guy's going with it. But that. it's me just thinking that 
my actions, apart from <laughs> wherever they're playing the game, will affect the outcome of the game. Yeah. Which yeah. you, you it's mo- definitely true. Yeah, you take like that step, and it throws off the space time continuum. It, it definitely does. Yeah. I would. Uh, What's ridiculous is that this is for my favorite football team, the Detroit Lions, and in case any of you know, the Detroit Lions are a terrible franchise, and they yeah. never win anything. My, so, my condolences. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> but so I would wear a jersey for the first three quarters, and once it got to the fourth quarter, I would take, take it off, take. like every time. It didn't matter. For some reason, I thought the end result would be different, but it was never, and I'd be so in my head, I would miss a lot of the game, Yeah, which is kind of where we're going with today's topic. Yeah, we are. That wasn't even planned, so. But... Hey, previously on the podcast, to start kind of the new year, we talked about resolutions and goals. I know it was a long time uh, ago a big time in, in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. And we talked about sometimes, like, some, like, one goal that we both had was to read more, right? Yeah. I kind of had to read. That is true. Wow, good some, memory. I don't even remember right? that. Good memory. Um, but I guess my question to you is kind of transitioning. Have you been reading more? Have you followed through on that resolution? Yeah, well, me not remembering it was not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> that I remember, but I have been doing a pretty good okay. good job reading. I think I've read. I'm trying to think, I think I've read three books. Okay, which is I had read maybe three books over the past maybe ten years on my own. Hey, so that's you met, pretty good. You met Other, the quota for ten years. Besides no of Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which are phenomenal classic, books, there's classic a, books. Don't there's, discount those. There's a new. There's a new one coming out. They're still writing. They're there? still writing. Wow. I, I saw a tweet that said, "This dude is still in middle school. Like, <laughs> they've been writing those books for years." Man, either this guy is not smart, <laughs> or I, I don't know what the deal is here. Yeah, but, but so three books this year. What What about you? I mean, I've had I've read a lot more than three just because oh, school. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, three per like books that I've read personally. I think, see, I think about three as well. Three, but that's okay. on top of other reading for school stuff. Sure, but sure. I'm gonna have more time to read over the summer, which I'm really excited yeah. about. But we were actually talking before the podcast, before we jumped on the podcast, about a book you were reading. And yeah. what was the name? It's it's a new one. I'm I can never remember the titles of books that I'm reading currently, <laughs> but I believe it's Don't Let the Enemy or Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table by okay. Louis Giglio. Okay, and that's so, really good. That, I think that one just came out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I stumbled across it, but I was like, this seems really good. I'm gonna pre-order it, which is something I've never thought I would ever do. Is <laughs> pre-order, pre-order a book? A book. <laughs> like what? It's your old age. Yeah, I, finally catching I up. Yes, I'm 50 years old. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, it's. It's really good, and I'm really glad I got it. So I highly recommend it. This is this is our book club episode. Yeah, this is our we got bo- a book on the table. <laughs> it's like we're Oprah. I'm saving that. You in, in our sorry, camera yeah. view, you can't oh, see the book oh, just no. yet. So oh, I'm I'm doing a surprise sorry. reveal. I'm sorry. Um, that's cool. So what has struck you the most about that book? It sounds kind of like a book about like kind of winning the war in your mind. Yes, and right. that's exactly what it is. Because so we're talking about overthinking. I'm a big time overthinker. Uh, definitely get in my head a lot. Anxiety has been definitely tough over the past couple of years for me, hmm. um, something I struggle with. Uh, and so this book, it really just kind of puts you at peace. Okay. Um, and so the main idea is that there's a lot of crap going on around us, especially with you know social media and all sorts of different things going on. Yeah. And the devil will try to distract us with things, whether that's planting seeds of like worry, of hmm. doubt, of anxiety and that just kind of like ruin your relationship with God but God calls you to the table it's based off Psalm 23 yep where God prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemies mm. and so it's not it's not like in this 
everything's okay, you can just sit at the table, nothing's going on around you. No, it's going to be in the presence of your enemies because your enemies are always trying to get you. Yeah. And But God still calls you with all of your mess, with everything. He calls you to sit at the table, the creator of the universe, and it's just kind of like this piece of, it's just you and him. Mm. And you're kind of blocking out all the other stuff. Mm. And just basically the peace and truth that he gives you through his word. Mm. And it's it's basically just all about that. So and how has that helped you thus far? I, I know you said you're in the process of reading it, but how has that helped you thus far? And if you guys haven't caught on today, we're talking about the main topic of discussion is overthinking and kind of how to not let thoughts of doubt or self-insufficiency reign supreme in your mind. Yeah, uh, that's a great question because that's kind of like where I, where I go to. It's like, all right, so what are the practical steps? Hmm. Like, because, yeah, I see God's word, and a lot of it is, yeah, just faith. Yeah. But there's also practical steps. And but so, what does faith look like? Yeah. yeah. And so it's, I've, I'm not going to be remember, able to remember all the steps, but I know, like, we have to know his truth. And so hmm. when things, worries, like, anxieties come up, we have to know, like, it, like that doesn't tell us, like, what's going to happen. Like, that's just worry. Like, God's with us. Yeah. God's going to be with us. Um. And so that's been really helpful. Yeah. Um, and, but I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. So, like, just being able to visu- visualize me at the table mm-hmm. with Jesus and all the other stuff, like, around me, like, and just being able to focus on him. And just, wow. like, that Psalm 23 verse, which we've talked about before, about just that peace, that yeah. peace of guiding along, yeah. like, the, the quiet waters. Yeah. Like, that's been really helpful just to visualize mm-hmm. and just, like, all right. Like, I just got to chill out. Yeah. I just got to chill out. You know, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, but I know God is with me. Yeah. And so the book is great. Highly recommend it. There's mm. steps. Like I said, I can't remember all of them. <laughs> um, but I, I wrote them down on flashcards. Memorizing Bible verses has been mm. huge, and that's something he pointed out, too. But I could go on and on. But yeah. it's it's great. Yeah. That's, that's super important. And you said something. It's kind of like, you're right. It is... Oftentimes we can read scripture and we can miss the practical aspect of it. Like mm-hmm. we, we oftentimes look at scripture and we we exalt God's word to a place of, I don't know, prominence that often makes us feel worse about ourselves because we feel like we're not worthy to yeah. dig in and dive into that passage. Mm-hmm. Or and, we, and because of that, we forget that scripture is written to us as yeah. individuals, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not like... Salvation is both a corporate thing and an individual thing, right? Like God says he will corporately save his church, his bride. But he also says that he saves people, right? And it's by a personal confession of faith that we come to know God, the creator of the universe, and experience his power through Jesus Christ and Mm -hmm. the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's oftentimes – I mean that's something I struggle with and I overthink about a lot is – like, am I good enough? Yeah. Right? Am I – and, I mean, when I say it out loud, it kind of loses its power. Yeah. Right? When you vocalize a concern or a fear, it kind of loses its power. And for those of you listening who know anything about my story, I just graduated from college. And you guys – you're probably thinking, no. Like, no. Like, he's the one who's called, like, out of the most of us. And I, I didn't say that to be prideful, but like, <laughs> I, I do like God has blessed me in so many ways. But oftentimes, those negative thoughts really just strike me, and yeah. truthfully, they paralyze me sometimes. Oh yeah. So uh, what do you what do you usually do when that thought hits you? Like, 
when a thought of like, oh, I'm not good enough, because it, it did talk about that in my book. And that's a thought I'm sure that's happened to all of us. It ha- mm-hmm. It's happened to me for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy to be here or worthy to be here. Yeah. So what do you do like when that thought hits you? Truthfully, and in an unhealthy way, I kind of turtle shell. Yeah. I, uh, I, if you know anything about a turtle, a turtle retracts when it's scared or when it fa- when it feels a threat, and that's kind of what I do. I retreat into myself. I don't I don't talk about it with anybody else. Um, I get quiet in my my prayer life, and that that takes place and it could take place in anywhere from an hour to a day or two. Yeah, but. What and the book that I was going to surprisingly reveal to the audience. Gosh, gosh I really drum, drum roll, please. There it is. Soundtracks. I, I really <laughs> I blew brought, that one. I brought it because I had it on my shelf over there. <laughs> but um, I've actually been reading this book with someone, and it's really helped me to, um, I guess, change the way I react. Because you asked how I react, and usually it, it's helped me to vocalize those thoughts. Okay. Because the thoughts I hear most often are, you're not qualified, you're too, uh, even you're too young, um, you're too flawed, mm-hmm. and you're, you're too broken. And the idea that in order to be a minister, in order to like, be a seminary student or on staff at a church, you have to have your life together. You have to have it figured out. But this book has slowly helped me realize that it's not a it's you're not going to solve it in a night you're not going to solve the you're not going to solve the problem to corralling your thoughts and and listening to the truth in one night in yeah. one day and no it takes time and it's building that relationship and that friendship with god that really has that this book has really helped me do and it's done that but i think you said it in when you were talking about the book that you were currently reading and it's talking about renewing your mind with the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing the truth so that when those thoughts come and they attack you, that you have something to, to cling to. Yeah, it, it's weapons. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we need like an offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we are, the Bible says we're like in a spiritual battle, right? Yeah, we are. Con- and so this is not like, the battle of the mind is not something that I would say I ever really thought about until like, recently like this is more of a recent thing and I don't know if it's similar with you like Mm -hmm. it's before I wasn't like I didn't think anything of it I was like oh anxiety what is that Mm -hmm. like a bunch of stuff that I just nothing I'd ever think of Mm -hmm. and then like now it's starting to become more prevalent and I don't know if that's the case with a lot of young adults Mm -hmm. um or just where we are like in our world today Mm -hmm. where a lot of people like um the uh the tennis player that just Naomi oh, yeah. Osaka. Yeah, she who, withdrew from... She withdrew because she didn't want to have to deal with media because of anxiety. And so I don't know if that's more of like a culture thing or if mm-hmm. like a, where we're at with everything going on or if that's just like as you're growing up, like as you hit this stage of life, like that's where it hits you. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've noticed that recently mm-hmm. and I think that's really interesting. Yeah, and it... I, I did hear about that tennis player, and I didn't really know the story until okay, you said something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it seems like such a prevalent issue that not just we as young adults are facing, but the entire church is facing. Yeah. It's this it's, it's attack from the enemy to keep us pinned down in shame and guilt and fear when God has not called us to that. And when we walk in friendship with God, he promises to 
do th- like to protect us. Yeah. And it, it says in actually the verse I have on my arm, it says we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Right. It's through Him that we have the victory. It's through Him that we have peace and rest. It's not through our own ability. Right. Yeah. And oftentimes I think that's another trap I get trapped in is I try to fix everything myself. Mm-hmm. Instead of kind of coming to the realization, stopping, pausing, and saying, Lord, I need help. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's something, too, like, that I'm realizing as well, Mm -hmm. um, is, like, all right, I can do nothing about this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is is all you. Mm -hmm. Like, I have no control in this situation. Like, I'm not greater to fix all these problems, but you are bigger than all of these, Mm -hmm. all of these things that I don't necessarily have the answer to. And one of the songs that I really liked recently... Is from um, it's from Maverick City and Elevation, of course. You <laughs> wait, know. wait, which song is it? I can't remember which song it is, but it talks about being like empty, and like not knowing the answers and how God loves uh-huh. that, which I thought was really interesting. I I only asked because I was listening to that album this morning. Oh, were you really? <laughs> this morning? It, it's a it's a great album. It's on all the Instagram <laughs> stories. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. Uh, but I can't remember which song. But it's. Uh, God loves it when we're empty and he loves when we don't know the answers because then we're like, all right, I've got nothing. It's, it's you. Like mm-hmm. you, you tell me what to do. You tell me where to go. Like I just yeah, giving it to him. It's that level of trust. Right. Mm-hmm. And in a friendship and I, I say friendship purposefully because that's what God, that's why God saved us to, to restore that friendship with us as a fallen, broken, sin stained humanity. And in that friendship, like, there's trust in a friendship. Like, we have a friendship, right? Yeah. So because we have a friendship, there's there's a level of trust there, right? Like, if you say you're going to do something, I trust you to be able to do it. And God has made promises to us as our friend in Scripture that he'll never leave us, that he'll never forsake us, that when these overthinking attacks come and we feel like we're not good enough— he promises that he is good enough yeah. and that he is enough for us. And it's resting in and renewing our mind in the truth. And it's actually in this book, and I'm only in about the second chapter, uh, but he says – the John Acuff is the author. He says something really interesting. He says you break down you – you combat the idea of overthinking in three ways and using three questions. The first question you ask yourself is, is it true? Is it true? Like, does this play out in real life? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, when you when you break down what you're worrying about or overthinking about, it's not true. But then he goes farther because there could be like an element of truth in it. You could kind of trick yourself into believing something's true and call it tough love. Yeah. He says you have to go a step further and ask: Is it helpful? Is it helpful to do what God has called me to do now? A lot of the times. It's not helpful either. It, does, it doesn't build me up. It doesn't help me step into what God has called me to do or to be the man that God has called me to be. So it's not helpful either. But then he goes, it, you might be able to trick yourself into the, the first two or get, say like there's an element of truth and yeah, it's helpful. It's just tough love. But then he, he says the third question is integral. He says, is it kind? Hmm. Could you say what you are hearing to another person? Yeah. And most of the times, no, I would never like say that to another person because it just it just sounds mean, it just sounds rude. And so the author John Acuff proposes. So he goes, "Why are you saying that to yourself? Why are you letting that thought 
ha- take up space in your yeah. mind, right? Mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten to the part. <laughs> I haven't gotten later. We'll, we'll into get the there in a couple weeks. We'll get there we'll, in a couple weeks. We'll, we'll follow up. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, I think with overthinking, like like you were saying earlier, it, we can kind of like shrink and we can isolate, and that's exactly what the enemy wants. Mm-hmm. Um, but the what I've been reading is you take every thought captive and mm-hmm. you bind those thoughts, and you it's kind of similar. Like you ask kind of those questions, like is this what God says is true? Yeah. Like if it doesn't line up, like then it's the enemy just trying to like bring you down. Like his goal mm-hmm. is to destroy us by you know throwing little seeds yeah. in our heads, um, and so we take those thoughts captive mm-hmm. in like the power of Jesus's name. Exactly. And, you know, realize like, Oh, you know, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what God says. Exactly. And we can be like, all right, you can toss it aside, which is tougher than easier said than done. Easier yeah. said than done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but that's ultimately what we need to do is just like, like, all right, I know this isn't true. So Lord, just take it. Exactly. Like, no, like it's not what you say. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting rid of it. And it's that level of trust, right? It's trusting that, like, okay, though I'm hearing one thing, you're saying a completely different thing, yeah. and I'm going to rest in that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rest in your word, which you said is timeless, and you said is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, and I'm going to rest in that more so than what I'm hearing from my thoughts or from, I don't know. You know, you overthink about the smallest things, like me coming out of school. Like, yeah. I... I overthinking like oh like i didn't get the grade i wanted to i got a i got a good grade but i didn't get the grade i wanted to mm-hmm. is there something wrong with me yeah. instead of listen like in reality you say it out loud it sounds stupid <laughs> because there's nothing wrong in that scenario right yeah but it's just taking that thought captive saying okay is it true is that true that um that i'm less of a person because i got a the grade i didn't want to absolutely not but you know, I, I want to push myself to be better. So it, it could kind of be true. Is it helpful? No. It doesn't help me. Does, doesn't make me want to study. Yeah. It just makes me feel worse because, like, oh, the more I study, the worse – like, I, it's just – and you just play that game. Is it kind? It's not kind either because mm-hmm. it does – it's not something it, – it's talking about how bad I am instead of who God made me to be. Yeah. So that helps identify the negative thought. And then, like you said, you can renew your mind with the truth. You can go to scripture, and that's like oftentimes we wonder, why didn't God <laughs> make his revealed word a movie, yeah. something visual we can see? Uh-huh. He made it readable and and timeless in the written copy of his word so that we can go back and renew, renew our mind with the truth, right? Yep. So that we can memorize, so that we can sit and dwell with his word mm-hmm. and and use that to propel us forward. As into the into the people that he wants us to be. Yeah, and we're running a little late on time, I know. But uh, something I was telling you before uh, the podcast was I was reading about the story of Elijah and Elisha. And I don't remember exactly how it goes, but I know I think Elijah was praying for Elisha or something like along the lines of he was praying that he would see be able to see the armies and like how they yeah. were like yeah. coming at them. Um, and so he kind of like, so they can be ready for battle. Yeah. Um, and so I had been like just praying for peace for a while hmm. just cause anxiety and stuff yeah. like that. And, and so it's the, what I was reading was saying, pray that you like God reveals that his army's like protecting you and just like that peace. 
And which I was like, all right, I don't know how I'm going to see, like, God's armies. Am I going to be yeah. terrified? Like, what, <laughs> what am I going to see here? So I was praying that. And the day after I prayed that, I had a neighbor say, yo, like, your license plates are old. Wow, what a You're, good neighbor. What, what great, a great neighbor. Shout out to Alvin, my neighbor. He listens sometimes. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, he was like, yo, your license plates are, like, they're old, and you need to get those checked out. And so I looked, and I, that's, I'm a new car owner. Okay. So, like, I have no I idea what I was doing. Yeah. I had never renewed it for, like, a year and a half. <laughs> like, this is, this is late, late. Classic. I also have a taillight out. And, oh, wow. Yeah. And Jeez. so I need, I need to get that fixed. That's been out for a while. Anyways, I had been driving for so long, and, like, with, like, police behind me with like how did i not get pulled over Mm -hmm. and especially if it's that late like that's like a big fine Mm -hmm. and it's like how did i how did i not yeah get pulled over and so like the day after i pray that that's recognized Mm -hmm. and like god i got the dmv i got it taken care of (laughs) but like i actually saw like god's hand like protecting me wow like that's that's definitely a god thing and i just like blew my mind yeah it's like i just can't couldn't stop like Thanking God for that, yeah, because that was just incredible. Like His protection over, over and oftentimes, me. like when when we take a step back and when we pray and ask God to show us like His protection, right? Yeah, He does in the, the little ways, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't this huge monstrous event in your life, but it's something like little that kind of propels you forward. Yeah, that just enhances your trust in God. Yeah, it helped me be able to see like that He is who He says He is, and He is faithful. And so I was like, okay, so now I can, like, kind of understand your peace, like, a little bit more. And so yeah. that was just a really cool thing. And it gives you confidence that, like, what his word is said is – what what is said in his word is true. Yeah. What he said, it, that we can rest in that. Mm-hmm. And kind of tying it back into kind of closing out the episode. Uh, so when, like, the thoughts attack, right, yeah. when, when you feel just the enemy just kind of berating you with thoughts of – worthlessness or just insufficiency you can rest in god's promises Mm -hmm. because god is always faithful yeah and god is protecting you wherever you may be listening to this or watching this right now yeah memorizing scripture is huge Mm -hmm. like it's tough because like it's tough to get myself to do that but that's huge well there's a lot there's a lot of apps that like yeah i I have a bible memory app on my phone that i use for school just Mm -hmm. to memorize the verses but that like even that like it Stores them into the long term. Flashcards, memory. man. Flashcards, yeah. Quizlet. Love me some good flashcards. <laughs> I can't do Quizlet. I've got to do. I've got to do, do physical, physical flashcards. Flash yeah. Wow. Okay. I just I do Quizlet because I'm left handed. It's a very, very college thing to do. Yeah. So that's like. Yeah, that's true. I'm coming out of school. That's right. Yeah. I'm, it's gonna take me a while to adjust yeah. <laughs> normal life outside of Welcome school. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> Yeah. But hey, thank you guys so much for listening in today. And we'd love to hear your stories. As Spencer shared uh, a story about a God moment in his life, we'd love to hear that and connect with you. And you can connect with us on our social media, the Bay Hope social media pages, or hello at bayhope. Is it.com or TV? It's.com. Hello at bayhope.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and hear how, how God is moving and working in your life and how God has shown up and been faithful to you. But hey, until next time, we love you guys. We're so thankful for you. Uh, We'll see you next week. See you guys. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. There you go. That was a nice, that was an authoritative laugh. That was. That was a good episode.